0: The Nova Guestless Podcast
1: with Kieran McGuinness
0: the very best in indie alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova That is a uh, Ham Sandwich and Good Friday on Radio Nova their most recent single released uh, coincidentally on Good Friday This is Kieran McGuinness this is the All Irish Hour we are playing classics classic Irish songs that you love and we're playing new Irish songs that we think you're going to love and We're very lucky because we have a man in the studio Mr
1: Niall Breslin Uh, Brezzy which do you prefer I don't mind I told you that the reason I came Brezy is because they put it on the back of my chair for the voice and RT's budgets were so small they couldn't change them back so, so I, I got stuck with Brezzy. That was it, because when I walked in one day, I just saw Brezzy, and I was like, well, that's it then. Well, I was calling you Brezzy in 2007, so you were it was your name. I was trying to get more serious at that point, yeah. and more... Uh, Doctor. Less, less entertainment-y. <laughs> Doctor Brezzy. tmz
0: So, um, uh, musician, podcaster, presenter, occasional actor, you're a busy man, and uh, so uh, you're kind of most well-known for your... Well, obviously because of the blizzards, but also because of TV, but also recently podcasting and the Where Is My Mind podcast. Can you tell us a little bit, for those who don't know,
1: about the Where Is My Mind podcast? Well, I actually started it that nearly over four years now. So the podcasting, I didn't know what I was at when I started. Blind Boy was doing it and I was like, like I was listening to it going, I'd I'd love to maybe start something. And I was like, I know how to do it. I know how to use microphones. I know how to record and I, I might as well, but do something, and maybe nobody wants to hear what I'm saying, but at the time I was studying, and I was kind of going, I've all this really interesting information, and I'd love to be able to translate it a little bit, and it's kind of about trying to help people better understand the kind of head-melty chaos of the modern world, because the modern world is absolutely chaotic, and people's brains and minds are just fried from it all, and I'm kind of just trying to talk about that a little bit, not in a a self-righteous, wellness-y way. I, 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 I honestly... I haven't a clue what I'm doing half the time and, and anyone who stands on stage or goes on a podcast and tells you that they've at all figured out is was lying to you no one has so it was more a discussion and conversation about the little piece of me between our ears and, uh, and my own journey with that and as I said podcasting just grew from there and throughout the pandemic it even bigger for me I had nearly 1400 podcasts in the pandemic well, you, you did 1,400? 1,450, oh so I was God. doing a double daily one called Wake Up, Wind Down, yeah. which was like a meditation thing for, to help people sleep because we didn't know what was going on, we didn't know where we were at, everyone was freaking out a little bit, and I was like, well, listen, I'm sitting at home with my parents' calf, cocooning them, can't go anywhere. I have like a, a, two old duvets and a mattress from the 70s as my acoustic treatment and just started doing podcasts from home. Well, it's, um, yeah. Well, it's become very successful. Uh,
0: mm. uh flash, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, and so you went out and tour with the Where's My Mind tour. And that kind of ties in a little bit because, uh, what we're going to chat about, I suppose, is maybe some new music that you're going to be releasing because music is probably still one of the most important things in your life, in your, in your, in your life. And I guess, um, it was something you are always going to return to. But if people are interested, go and see the Where Is My Mind podcast live tour. There's 11 dates coming up all the way from Cavan, starting in Cavan and ending in the Lark in Balbriggan. Go and check them out on Brezzy's socials, except Twitter. not going, he's not to Twitter, Twitter anymore.
1: It's gone. Twitter's it's gone. gone.
0: Everything else, though, pretty much, he's there and you go and check them out. But um, I suppose we're going to be chatting about uh, the new music, which is, I think, very exciting. And I think people are going to be a little bit surprised by, I suppose, if they haven't been paying attention... Um, and we'll chat about that in a little while but you've chosen some some songs Mm. some classic Irish songs classics and uh, uh, well I think they're very good choices now I have to say um, and we're going to chat about those in a second if you want to ask a question to Brezzy or if you've any, any thoughts 087-1818-100 or at Radio Nova 100 on Twitter or Facebook and we'll get to a couple of those in a little bit but first of all what's your first choice for a classic Irish song you'd like to chat about?
1: And by the way what what an awful question to ask somebody like I, I actually got really anxious and freaked out when you asked me that question. Cause Which was, one? When you asked me give me three songs, three classic Irish songs Oh right, that sorry, sorry not right I'm now. <laughs> cuz I take it very Seriously, and I was like, I couldn't think, and I was going through all the old Irish tracks and the bands we would have played with, and bands I would have loved growing up. And, and then I kind of tapped into the, the, the first time I heard that song and what it did to me. And I grew up, my love, of, real love of music grew up in kind of 90s, kind of grunge rock bands like Weezer and then Irish bands, uh, bands like Curb Dog, even that were kind of flying in Ireland. They were the kind of bands that I was kind of influenced by, but this particular band and this particular album, Heartworm for me is one of the greatest Irish albums of all time, which is a huge thing to say because I know people throw that out a lot, mm. but genuinely as a piece, a piece of work, and, a, and a, it's so concise, the clarity to it, beautiful, beautiful piece of work, but this particular song was the one that got me the most. So um one of the things that I thought would be really interesting to chat about
0: tonight, uh, I went along to see your show, uh, the Where's My Mind show, live show, and there's a moment in it, you know, you're chatting about your history, chatting about all the stuff, um, kind of like an audio-visual kind of, mm. you know, show, I suppose, uh, for people who haven't seen it. But one of the things you, you did was you spoke about, um, you know, some of your experiences and then you went over to the piano and you sat, I suppose, to a lot of people's, maybe people didn't know you played piano um, because you're, you know, all well, the other stuff you do and you're well known for being in, in a kind of a, a big, aggressive pop rock band. But, you sat there and you played a gorgeous piece and over it was uh, the kind of recorded vocals and, and things like that. And it was it was really affecting on the night. And I suppose this is something you've kind of developed. Um, and, you know, there's a lot more of this kind of music coming. There's a lot more songs like this coming and it's really interesting direction. Can you tell us a little bit about it?
1: Yeah, I mean Maybe piano, where it came
0: from Starting off
1: Well, piano's my first instrument when My grandmother died uh, She lived in Glasgow And she In her will She left me a piano For some reason I, I tried to send her Years and years ago And I played You know, she couldn't make it over For Christmas So I like played Jingle bells on the piano For her and sent it to her And She sent me the piano And she says I want you to learn this I want you to uh, Make this your instrument And I did I sat behind her. My mum's a, a piano teacher mm. And a violin teacher But I I sat there on my own And I just fell in utter love with the piano. And then when you get to about 13, you start to realize girls didn't like piano players. So you start playing guitar and you wanted to be in a band and then it was in a death metal band. And then, you know, you definitely don't want to have a piano in a death metal band. So I kind of got, I was almost embarrassed that I was a piano player and I kind of put it aside. But ultimately, it's my favorite instrument. It is the instrument I write on. It's the instrument I will sit on for hours. And What I wanted to do with this project was to create kind of a music therapy project so my background, my, you know, I studied mindfulness and I teach it, but I wanted to combine both of them. You have, a, you have a master's in... Is it, it's, what's the, the title of your master's? Mindfulness-based intervention. So kind of mindfulness approaches, and a big part of it would have been for me music therapy and how you can use so things like ecotherapy, nature, and, and music, and these things that actually are there to heal us in, in psychologically, emotionally, physically, all these different things, and I, I kind of felt that I wanted to bring all of that into music. So I wanted to write and compose pieces of music that had that kind of therapeutic feeling for people who heard them and then finding words of different people that actually to me resonated to the music I was writing and some of it's me doing guided meditation some of it's me just talking over pieces of music that I've created some, some of it's other people that I love and voices that I love like John O'Donoghue like Michael Harding people like that I did a piece around Sinead and... It's just about bringing voices to the music and ultimately the audience that I'm looking for is a, is a therapeutic kind of, the world is a really overwhelming place right now mm. and if you can create four or five minutes of a piece of music that is slightly therapeutic that's kind of what I'm trying to do with the piano.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, it. I think it's it's really interesting. It seems like an exact mix of your interests, you know, the music you play and the kind of mindfulness. So it actually is a really natural coming together of the two things. But the songs are actually, <laughs> you know, it's not like you know background music. They're quite affecting, you know, and it, it's it's an interesting way to do it. And uh, so we're going to play one of the songs. I want to play a couple of pieces now, I suppose. Um, and I think these are the first time that people will have heard a lot of them on the radio. Um, but. Uh, Can you tell us about the first one? This one's called The Voice of the Small.
1: Yeah. In 1963, John F. Kennedy came to Ireland and he made a speech to the the government. And now, you have to remember, this wasn't too long after we got independence and Ireland was still a fairly unstable place trying to find its feet. And he said, Ireland will always be seen as the voice of the small and the weak. And what he meant was, like, we stood up and, you know, given our history, I thought that was a really powerful line and I wrote that this in context to what's going on in Gaza mm. and the fact that generally what we're seeing now is Irish people using that voice and we are the voice of the small and who's smaller than the children that are dying in Gaza the, and and what's going on there and the you know the the absolute heartbreaking scenes that we're, we've all got front row seats for. So for me, it's the the voice of the small is the Irish. What JFK. Called us, and I think that's who we are because we have a history and a context that relates to it, and that's what this piece of music is about. That's
0: that's gorgeous. Um, so texting from Phil and
1: Swords, beautiful, wow, very timely. So, yeah, yeah I, think I it's not to be preachy or anything, it's just but this is it's a really I think that's one thing Irish people have always been we've always believed in fairness, and I think that line, the voice of the small, and um, was the one that kind of allowed that piece of music to be written. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh, yeah, it's 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 gorgeous stuff. And and so, how
0: do you write? Uh, what's the creative process? You write the piece, and then you find the, the the
1: the audio, or do you find the audio and you sit and play with the audio until you find something? You hear the audio, and then you write something to it. You you you, you don't necessarily go, I'm going to use that audio, but it, something clicks in you, and you write a piece of music to to that. And I heard that speech. I listened to it. It's it's 25 minutes long. I was obviously just pulling out the bits that yeah. were relevant, but yeah, you do. You listen to stuff, and there's other things. Like there was a, an interview that Sinead O'Connor did that I had never heard, and it was the week she passed away, and I, it was just it was just her talking about her voice and what it does for her and what it makes her feel like, uh, and it was called the Angel Share, and it's because the whiskey whiskey distillers when they make whiskey, they, they evaporate, they lose a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, and they call it the Angel share. It's like this whiskey for the angels, so they go up and get drunk. Oh, the angel's
0: share, right. That yeah, was yeah. the
1: idea behind it. And that's the song. And I thought that like, Sinead became that angel's share. Like, you know, we, we lost her. And it's just stuff like that comes up. And it's lovely to be able to write music to it and not have to worry about. Like, it's funny. Like, the first thing someone said to me, I sent them a track and it was nine minutes long. And we're like, who's going to be played in Spotify? I said, I don't care. <laughs> it's lovely to be in a position where you're just creating something from your heart and you're not thinking about anything else. Uh, and I've never had that before, really, to be honest. So just sitting down, writing, writing a piece of music. Uh, I wish it was on the piano that my grandmother gave me, but uh, my mum sold that piano. <laughs> uh, I still had this kind of a, an interesting conversation. I was like, you can't sell something you don't own. But anyway, it didn't fit in the house anymore. So. But yeah, it is, it's, a very, it's a very therapeutic thing for me to do, to, 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 to write them. So, hopefully, that comes across for people who hear them. Oh, totally. I mean, once you're, yeah. So,
0: I mean, even our new stuff uh, with Driven Snow, like, that's very much, I don't know if anyone's going to buy it, but it, it's gorgeous to be able to do it together. So, I know what you mean Absolutely. by that. Yeah. So, um, how, so it's obviously developed into a, I mean, I, I don't think I'm giving anything w- away to say that you have an album's worth um, or almost an album's worth of this. Um, so, how did, I mean, it's all very well doing something that works for a live show, but when does it start to
1: become, you know, you, this is a project. You see, the, the thing putting any kind of obstacles or kind of boundaries around it is just going to make me not want to do it. That's the beauty of it. I like. I I kind of just want to create something that is. The album is 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 called "The Place That's Never Been Wounded," and wow. it's it's the idea of that. There's a place within everybody that, no matter how chaotic things can be for us, there's a place that's always strong and stable. And to me, that's the place that got most of us through the pandemic. You know, that was you know, the word no one talks about anymore but it was a really difficult, overwhelming period for everybody and we haven't even began to process it but there's something I think within everybody, and you know this word resilience gets thrown around left, right and centre or you need to do resilience, anyone who's still standing after what we've gone through is the very definition of what resilience actually is and that to me is the kind of message I'm trying to get across in this kind of music therapy You know, and it's a long album, it'll be probably 90 minutes, same thing, the first thing a record label will say is too long Uh, And it's these boundaries that I don't want to have anymore. And I don't want to worry about playlists. I don't want to worry about anything other than making a piece of music that people can, you know, close their eyes to and listen to. Um, uh, The Where's My Mind podcast live tour has been announced. Uh, There's 11 dates. You'll be playing some of those tracks. At oh, that. absolutely. There's a lot of music in the show. A yeah. lot of music. And people inspired me. Like, there's a, another track called Teen Spirit, which was about the death of Kurt Cobain and the impact it had on me and my peers. And, you know, th- those types of things matter. Um, mm. I'm only kind of re- really thinking of them again as I got into my 40s. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, look, as. Uh great reaction online,
0: Um, I'll get to some more texts in a little while, but uh, thanks for sharing and uh, good luck with the album very excited, what's the title going to be again, I thought it was a great title, The Place That's Never Been Wounded The Place That's Never Been Wounded, so we'll look out for that, Uh, let's do another song selection shall we, why have you
1: chosen this song? Best live band I've ever seen in Ireland, This best front man, everything I wanted to be in a front man, I saw in this guy unbelievable, just the strut of them coming out absolutely nowhere first album this is the Tomb of the Juice thought to myself wow absolutely incredible songwriters
0: yeah it's a brilliant song uh, lots of still lots of love coming in wow that was incredibly moving from uh, Niall Breslin yeah, they're using your full name so that's good it was from me I texted in, I? Just, <laughs> no, get I in. So. just keep texting unless unless that photo it's a, it's yeah, it's yeah. a different it's a different uh, look for you but um, yeah so uh, thank you for coming in thanks for having me uh, so the tour is the Where's My Mind podcast tour live tour starts in April um, and it goes from, as I say, Cavan all the way through the country, it looks like. Talla on the 23rd of April um, and then Bob Regan on the 27th of April lots of other places go and check that out on all Brazzy's various social media channels um, and uh, would you like to introduce uh, first of all thank you very much for coming in It was my thanks for ha- no, thanks for playing my music no problem uh, it, it was a, a pleasure, pleasure to do that and um, would
1: you like to introduce do DJ on the last song I would I don't know how good I'll be at but it's, it is the Beach Boys babies I would call these guys what an absolute perfect pop song first time I heard it I was like Hooked on it straight away. And I came back around recently and I heard it. and went, if I'm on with Kieran, I'm playing this. It's Play the Hits by Hal. Nice. Uh, this is Radio Nova.
0: The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness, the very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.